1: Sent into the Kane zone. As one minute's left in the penalty to Chatfield. Joel Farabee has it. He sends it back up top. Shot by York. That hits the post. Diving, scrambling, and the Canes knocking away. What a play by Slavin on the Canes goal line to prevent a goal. Philadelphia with an opportunity, and Anderson scrambles, denying the Flyers' best chance of the game as Joel Farabee charged the net. Ajo takes a hit out in front. He delivers a hit right back couple of shoves, but Philadelphia will take the puck. Now Kevin Hayes makes a move into the hurricane zone. Toe drag by Hayes. Shot right on Anderson with a blocker save. Now Chatfield at the point. His drive off the backboard. Stefan tries to back in. Second opportunity. They'll score! Steven Lawrence continues. Wrist the line and turns. Now it's poked away from Giroux. And a possible break for Svechnikov. In, forehand, his shot goes wide. And just wide of Shea for the keep-in comes out to Konechny. But Konechny's at the end of his shift. He needs to make a change. He loses the puck back to Shea. Now it's a breakaway. Svechnikov in. His shot goes wide. He had Jones beat and he put it wide in the post. Svechnikov still out there. Cole rocketed one wide
2: under four. And the pace quickening in this tie game late.
1: Trocek throws it into the net. Might have been deflected in route. From just inside the blue line, didn't have a lot on it. But it found its way in for a three-second seconds here in the third period. 2-1 Canes lead. Flyers now on the puck. Into the Cane zone. This is the Canes Corner Podcast with host Adam Gold, presented by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. The Canes Corner Podcast is part of the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network. Now, here's your host, Adam Gold.
0: Welcome to the Canes Corner Podcast. Adam Gold with you after a Hurricanes 3-1 win over the Philadelphia Flyers. Not going to hang this one in the Louvre. Certainly not like that video. I don't know how many people who saw it. If you followed me on Twitter, I retweeted it. This was uh, a Jacob Slavin masterpiece uh, making defensive plays against Colorado. Uh, This game will not go in the time capsule uh, for the Hurricanes. It wasn't bad by any stretch of the imagination, uh, but they were just, it almost felt like they were just hoping to win (laughs) and maybe trying to save a little energy. For the game against the Penguins tomorrow, uh, remember tomorrow is a one o'clock game. We're kicking the clocks forward an hour, so Carolina will have opening faceoffs roughly twenty-one hours apart. Although uh, it's even less than that because they decided to not drop a, a puck on this one until seven until three seventeen today. Thank you, uh, ABC. Hey, Hurricanes won a game on national TV. One, two, and one now on national TV. We're brought to you by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. If it's for the exterior of your home, you can find it at the Aluminum Company of North Carolina on Hamlin Road in Durham. No place like it. Go check it out. Uh, online, aluminumcompany.com. You get a free no-obligation estimate there. But if you want to make your home more energy efficient, more beautiful, get a great snazzy new roof, maybe gutter helmet so you never have to get on a ladder, no better place. Aluminum Company dot com. Alec Campbell, join us in a little bit. Let's uh, try to get through some. Uh, the game, Carolina, great in the first, just like they were against Colorado, didn't get anything out of it. And these are the kind of things that you hope will change because when you start playing great teams and fly, the Flyers are last in the Metro, so while talented, hardly a great team. This is a team that understands the loss is coming. What did they say today? 21 of their last 23, they had been tied or leading in the third period and are just a mess. So I think that's what they said. Anyway, Hurricanes, uh, 12-3 advantage in scoring chances, 7-1 in high danger in the first period. And, I mean, I don't really remember too many great saves by Martin Jones today. He got hit in the chest a lot. I think Svechnikov went uh, once off the mask. Uh, on one of the plays you heard, the back-to-back Svechnikov breakaways, the, the first one was way wide. The second one um, actually hit the, it looked like the shaft of the stick. So the shaft of uh, Martin Jones. So sort of an unlucky break uh, to have the shaft of the stick uh, prevent the goal. But, I mean, Carolina's got to do better with their chances. I mean, overall for the game, is 16-5 edge and high danger chances Carolina had uh, really two goals. Um, One, we'll talk when we go through them. One was a great play by Derek Stepan to create it. The other was just a flip at the net like we saw Thursday with Ethan Baer flipping it at the goal and Nazem Kadri deflecting it. This is just a flip from the blue line by Vincent Trocek that had eyes. Uh, So it's not like Carolina is putting together anything beautiful here for the goals. The third goal was the empty net goal. Um, so by the way, Sebastian, with two of those in as many games. Uh, they, well, they count. You certainly take those uh, to the uh, <laughs> to, to the betting window, to the pay to the paying window. Uh, but Carolina just needs to do med- do do better with their chances. And you can't be this you can't be a dominant team and get nothing out of it because when you get to the postseason you're just not going to have that many periods and that maybe that's what they need. They need a period where they're not tilting the ice in front of the opposing goalie. They were much better than Philly today, even without being great, except you got to give Philly credit, man, the last seven minutes or so of the second period, uh, and there were pockets of the third uh, where they had they had some chances. They had some good opportunities to score. They ended up with four high-danger chances in all situations uh, in the second period, and almost all of that came late uh, but uh, Freddie Anderson was good. Carolina was pretty good in front of him. Uh, but this was uh, almost a, a situation where it felt like Hurricanes were thinking—not they're not literally thinking about Pittsburgh. Uh, but this is the sixth back-to-back in the last seven weeks. They have two more of these before they get through this stretch at the end of March. Uh, when they get through this stretch, we're going to look and we're, we're going to look up and go, "Wow." That was the difference between Carolina, you know, struggling to win the division or comfortably winning the division. And there's a big four point game tomorrow afternoon in Pittsburgh. You sweep the season series from the Pens, and uh, I don't know how it's going to play out. I think Pittsburgh's really good. The more I see them, the more I'm just incredibly impressed uh, with them. The Rangers will see what they add at the deadline. Washington, I think Washington just kind of flawed, and they're pretty far back. Uh, but Washington's obviously very good, and they've beaten Carolina both times. But you sweep Pittsburgh in the season series. I mean, the Metropolitan Division is yours unless you collapse. So I mean, they're they're up eight on the Penguins with a game in hand, going to tomorrow. I mean, if that becomes ten, big difference, ten and six, right? If that becomes ten, and uh, there's some action tonight, the Rangers are in Dallas tonight. That's a good game. Uh, Tampa's in Edmonton as well. If you're thinking about uh, overall one seed in the East, I still think Colorado's going to end up with the overall one. Um, I think there are better teams in the Eastern Conference, even though we know the playoff teams. I think the uh, I think the bottom of the East is way better than the bottom of the West. Uh, anyway, with the we, we don't need to get too big picture there, but. Tomorrow is just a big game for the Hurricanes uh, before uh, a couple of days off, and you start that sucker all over again. You get three days, uh, and then it's another back-to-back at Toronto and home against Washington before the Rangers come to town on Sunday. And then, you, then you're then you in the mode. I, I don't know if uh, um, I talked to Rod Brindamore today. He said he actually likes the back-to-backs, Followed by a few days off and actually specifically asked about three and four, three games in four days that Carolina's done a couple of times here. They just did it. They're doing it uh, today, tomorrow, when you throw out, throwing in Thursday, um, three games in four days, then you get three days off. So he kind of likes that um, because it does work and they're doing it again, uh, Thursday, Friday, Sunday, but then you get into the, uh, the, the rapid fire, the Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, and then there's a Monday, Tuesday back to back, so that would ultimately be one, two, three, four, five, six games in ten days. And then, ah, uh, but after that stretch, Hurricanes will have 16 games to play on the season, and we'll uh, we'll add it all up. Right now, 24 games left. The Hurricanes are 41, 12, and five on the year. 41. 12-5, and five, 750 points percentage, 35 regulation wins, best in the NHL. Yes, they have a 13-game point streak at PNC Arena. And on the homestand, four games, all wins, four sellouts as well. Pittsburgh, Seattle, Colorado, and Philadelphia, all sellouts. No scoring in the first period, but I want you to hear this because I thought it was a great... Uh, a, a lucky, a lucky moment
1: and a great moment for Freddie Anderson. Sent into the Cane zone. is one minute's left in the penalty to Chatfield. Joel Farabee has it. He sends it back up top. Shot by York. That hits the post. Diving, scrambling, and the Canes knocking away. What a play by Slavin on the Canes goal line to prevent a goal.
0: Well, except
1: it wasn't Slavin.
0: That was actually Freddie Anderson who, who, who flopped around and threw his glove out and stopped the Cam Atkinson goal. Absolutely tremendous. Uh, there was a great save on Kevin Hayes, not on the power play, but before then, after a turnover. Uh, uh, Konechny had a great chance. I think that was the initial chance. And then Atkinson. Uh, I mean, it's a goal. It the, the Actually, it wasn't a save on Konechny. There was a different save on Konechny. I think Hayes took the shot that kind of got past Uh, Anderson hit the post and Atkinson uh, to the right of the goal, looking out uh, Atkinson's going to backhand it in, but somehow Anderson just kind of whirled around threw his glove out uh, and kept it out of the net. Uh, So big moment, huge save. I think Freddie's best save of the game. The goalie allowed was a little bit squirrely. We'll talk about that uh, in just a second. Then we get to the second period uh, and Carolina was really continuing. It was really an extension of the first period. Probably not quite as good. Canes had seven high danger chances in the first period. They had that many in the second period as well. Derek Stepon really had a good game, and he had plenty of chances to score. Um, th- there was one where um, Martin Jones got him twice. One of, one of them, uh, Stepan kind of whiffed on. Uh, and the second one, Martin Jones made a really good save uh, as Stepan was trying to elevate the puck into that. Either Jones got it or the defenseman got in the way and kept the puck out. But uh, that line didn't play a ton, but I thought they were very good. Stepon, uh, who hadn't played in a while, uh, jumps. Derek Stepan almost always jumps back into the game and plays well. That's why it, I keep saying it. I'd keep him in the lineup. I would. I would I would keep him in the lineup. Um, the, uh, I, I mentioned this on Twitter, and I've talked about it before. Rod Brindamore had seen Svechnikov, Aho, uh play really well and get nothing out of it at five on five. So he broke them up because they wasn't get Carolina wasn't getting anything out of the second line, the Trocheck line. Think about this: Trocheck's now seven games without a goal. Um, Stephen Lawrence actually played some time on that line over the last few uh, you know few games uh, before today. Twenty one without a goal. Yeah, exactly. It was that in that Vancouver game that saw Jarvis his last goal and before the goal against who was it? Seattle. Uh, Nature's last goal. Uh, who didn't? Who else scored in the Vancouver game uh, that we can uh, we can get a goal to? Jordan Martinook had gone sixteen games without a goal. We'll talk about him uh, as well in a second. And Jarvis did not play. Jarvis was a. Uh, um, they said he was a little dinged up. They called it a game time decision, but. My intel is that he could have played, could have easily played. Remember, he finished the game the other day. Uh, he could have played, but uh, it's time to get Derek Stepan in, uh, and a good opportunity to give Seth Jarvis a little bit of a rest. Uh, and we'll talk about uh, the code yes, Kotkaniemi uh, terribly kept secret of an eight-year contract extension uh, in just a little bit. First, let's go through. Uh, let's con- well, I guess we should continue going through the goals. Carolina finally gets on the board. Second period, 8-34 in. Stephen Lawrence, side of the net. Great play by Derek Stepan.
1: Now Chatfield at the point. His drive off the backboard. Stefan tries a in. Second opportunity. They'll score! Stephen Lawrence continues his goal-scoring against the Flyers. His seventh of the year puts Carolina up 1-0. All right,
0: good, really good play by all parties involved. Chatfield, that's either a really inaccurate shot or a smart play. Don't know which. Let's just call it a smart play because we like Jalen Chatfield. He shoots it wide of the net off the backboard, off the endboard. Uh, and it comes over to Stepon on the other side of the goal. And Derek actually... Uh, takes a shot, was uh, not a, I don't think it was a backhand, I think it was just a, no, it was a backhand try, um, and it's blocked down, That doesn't even get to Martin Jones in net, uh, defenseman uh, kind of deflects it, it goes behind the net, so Stepan goes to get it, and he throws just a gorgeous no-look pass, uh, he is coming back around the goal, out to the other side, uh, remember, he was on the left side looking toward the goal. Comes back. He's going out around the goal to the other side, uh, but just whips around a pass right to Stephen Lawrence, who banked it in off of Martin Jones, who wasn't even looking. He was he was, he was, was uh, trying to go out to get on coming on the other side of the net. And that's the goal. It's Lawrence's seventh of the season, third against Philly this year. He has scored in three of the four games against the Flyers. So Jalen Chatfield... Uh, gets the secondary assist, but the play is really made uh, by the brain of Derek Stepon. Uh, then another former Ranger, uh, Derek Broussard, uh, he scores. He actually scored twice. The first one was disallowed for goaltender interference. Didn't have to be reviewed. It was disallowed on the ice. Um, Brassard just coming, barreling right at Freddie Anderson. Uh, the pucks just forces its way in, but uh, you can't, you can't, you know, fullback your way uh, into a goal. I guess you could, but uh, they didn't allow it. And uh, so it it stays one nothing Carolina, but like a minute later, um, Cam Atkinson flips the puck at the net. It bounces in front of Freddie. He misplays it, mishandles it. It's a tough play, but uh, you can't just spit the rebound out uh, probably 10, 12 feet in front of him. Uh, and here comes Broussard, and he just chips it over Anderson and it's 1-1 and at that point Philly had started to play much better Uh, so you're thinking man you put yourself in this position where uh, now a game that should have been in control because you didn't take advantage of all your chances now all of a sudden you're in a tied hockey game going into the third period with somebody who's got nothing to lose and a ton of talent but Carolinas with the better team in the third period they weren't amazing they didn't get tons of great chances they were doing just enough uh, but sometimes it doesn't take more than just enough. And then the Trochek line, which was very good, and I think we should probably just be crediting Andre Svechnikov with being a beast. Uh, Svechnikov uh, had a, a finishing problem today, but uh, he was, I thought, very, very good all game long. So Trochek and Svechnikov and uh, Martinuk, that was the line, Martinuk playing the right side. And they were, it was just a heavy shift, And finally, a really good pinch by Ian Cole. Frees up Vinny T. And the flip ends up getting past Martin Jones for a 2-1 lead.
2: Spetsnikoff still out there. Cole rocketed one wide. Under four. And the pace quickening in this tie game late. Trocek
1: throws it into the net. Might have been deflected and route. From just inside the blue line. Didn't have a lot of...
0: I mean that basically describes exactly what happened. Uh, Ian Cole, although I appreciate um, Ray Ferraro at first review calling him Eric Cole, shouts to you, Eric Cole. Uh, but Ian Cole with a really good pinch along the wall allows Trocheck the room to gather the puck, circle out in front uh, of you know just in front of the blue line, uh, and he sees there's really two layers in that front for Carolina. Uh, and Martinook's in the high slot and he gets a deflection it goes past Jones and Jordan Martinook think about this uh Martinook scored on opening night he scored after two injury uh, lapses he scored against the Devils on January 29th and he scores today after a 16 game goal is Strout against the Flyers so well spaced for Jordan Martinook for his third goal of the game. By the way, Martin Oak was very good today. He was an impactful player. You know, Jordan's not going to score a ton of goals, but, uh, he was an impactful player tonight. And I thought he, uh, he earned his spot, uh, on the second line. I thought he was very good. And I thought, I mean, ABC obviously thought he was good. They interviewed him, uh, after the game. Wasn't necessarily my first star of the game, but we'll tell you about that, uh, a little bit later on when we talk to Alec Campbell. um, so, th- there you go. And then, just because, why not? Sebastian Ajo, uh, king of the empty netters.
1: 30 seconds left here in the third period. 2-1 Canes lead. Flyers now on the puck. Into the Cane zone. Therabee can't handle it. Svechnikov to Ajo. Bingo! This afternoon,
0: and it was Carolina wins it three-one on the night. Uh, all right, couple of uh, couple of things, Alec Campbell, in just a few minutes. Yes, um, Perry Kodekiniemi. It has been widely reported that he has a an eight-year contract in place, uh, four point eight million per. That's what is being what I heard. Uh, from Dave Panyota on thefourthperiod.com. And that is certainly a value contract. That's a lot of faith for a player that hasn't necessarily produced a ton over this season. Obviously, he's been playing mostly in a fourth line, started the year playing out of position on a wing. He is definitely a center. I think Carolina views Jesperi Kotkaniemi in the future as a number two center. Uh, and for eight years, they have Kotkaniemi at $4.8 million. I mean, that's less than Vincent Trocek is going to cost, cost next year. And remember, Jack Drury is in the wings waiting for an opportunity. And Jordan Stahl is sort of still there doing his thing, being Jordan Stahl. Uh, and my guess is, well, Stahl's entering the final year of his contract next year. I wouldn't be surprised if there was a re-upping of Jordan Stall, but at less money than the six million per that he gets now. Uh, so Carolina looking pretty good in terms of uh, you know depth down the middle, and who knows if they decide if they don't let if they don't decide to uh, to bring Trocheck back. And I think there's a very good chance that he will not be here next year because he can certainly command a lot more money than. Uh, the Hurricanes are likely going to be able to offer him, uh, then, I mean, maybe they keep, you know, Derek Stepon on a uh, on a veteran short, obviously one-year, uh, low-money contract. So uh, th- there's a lot of options for them. Uh, they also think that Seth Jarvis might be a center down the road. There's, still, there's some thought that Nature's could be a center, although I think they've pretty much moved on from that. But that's uh, the yes, Perry kotkin yemi deal. You gave up a first and a third in this year's draft to steal him away from Montreal, uh, and you're paying him 6.1 this year. Uh, to me, the contract, I guess i guess they still could trade him, but I don't think you're going to sign a guy to an eight-year deal and then move him. So, uh, so that contract pretty much is done. They can't announce it until after the trade deadline is over. So uh, the trade deadline is a week from Monday. And my guess is at five o'clock that day, the Hurricanes can announce the contract for Yusperi Kotkiniemi. As we get set to bring in Alec Campbell here to uh, to kind of put a bow on this Canes Corner podcast, Derek Stepan and Alec and I are uh, co-chairs of the Derek Stepan for President campaign, uh, who has been in and out of the lineup once Carolina got fully healthy among their forward group. Stepan was the first guy to be taken out. Said Jarvis playing too well at that point. Uh, Now they're kind of going back and forth. Jarvis plays a couple of games. Stepan might play a couple of games. Uh, But it's been more likely than not that Stepan is the 13th forward. So he's sitting upstairs because Carolina didn't play 13 and 5. They're more apt to play 11 and 7. Anyway, uh, Stepan today was his 800th NHL game. And in his 800th NHL game, he scored his 500th NHL point, And he was asked, which is bigger?
2: It's funny how the game works. It just, I just, the stars aligned and it's a special night and something that uh, not many people get the opportunity to. I've been fortunate enough to have that and it, it just, it keeps adding on to the things that I've, I've been lucky to come across and it's another one for me.
0: All right, Alec. You and I co-chairs of the Derek step for president campaign.
2: <laughs>
0: um, game number 800, point number 500. I mean, he could have had a monster game. <laughs> yep. I, so, uh, let's uh, your your thoughts on our guy?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think he could have had a monster game. I think Jordan Martin could have had a monster game. Step-On, just absolutely... Professional performances, basically night in and night out. I, I thought he had a tough night in Washington a few nights ago, but right. he's only played three games in the last 12. And essentially every night he gives you a professional effort. And he did again tonight. I thought the fourth line and the second line were the two best lines tonight. Mm-hmm. Easy to get them confused with Martin playing up. <clears throat> Um, on the second line today, uh, but <clears throat> those guys were all over it. And I mean, I don't know what else to say about Stepan, otherwise, other than you know he's just you know, Rod called him the best to ever basically the uh, he's basically a professional scratch yeah. at this point. <laughs> and uh, Rod said he was the best he's ever seen at it. Yeah, and um, I mean. It's it's nice to have a guy like that. I mean, that's got it's a tough position to be in when you're just in and out of the lineup like that. But seemingly gives you something every single time he plays. So uh, he's good. I love the the play it was just a heady play that he reversed the puck behind the net So Lawrence right there on the goal line. I don't think Martin I don't think Martin Jones knew where the puck was. He definitely he was still know. kind of searching for it. He was looking to his left, thinking that Stefan was coming around the net. And before he knew it, the puck was in the back of the net. So the Canes needed that in the sec- in the second period when they, they weren't their best. It was probably their worst period of the night. And uh, Stefan is the, is the catalyst for it. So he was awesome. I'm, I'm glad for him. I'm glad for Martin Oak, who, you know, was all around it. He had four high-danger chances in the game before he scored the goal. Yep. <laughs> and he has gone, you know, what? 16 games without a goal. He went eight games without a point. And I feel like he's been around it a lot lately too. What was it a few nights ago? When we were talking about stars and I was like, yeah, he was good, but I'm docking him because he didn't score on any of the chances that he got. And he got a hundred of them. Right. So <laughs> tonight he finally, he finally broke through. And so I gave him a star for that. So I'm, I'm glad for him on that front. But man, Philadelphia's a pesky team, man. They have given the Hurricanes some good games this year. And uh, we'll see if the Hurricanes can turn around and play well tomorrow on 21 hours rest or whatever.
0: Well, less than that, considering yeah. uh, this yeah, game yeah. didn't uh, drop a, a puck till 317. So, you know, it's uh, three hours and, uh, and four or 20 hours and like 50 minutes. Like come on, people! Yeah. We don't we don't need to wait yeah. till uh, seventeen to drop the puck. Alec Campbell. Well, the good news is
2: the good news is it's a one twenty five puck drop, so the Hurricanes will get twenty five minutes uh, extra. Oh, is it really? So, yeah.
0: What is there some sort of a ceremony in Pittsburgh? Are they retiring? Uh, I guess.
2: I mean, the last time they Phil were in Kessel's Pittsburgh, hot dog? Were <laughs> the last time they were in Pittsburgh, they were celebrating. I think Crosby's. Like 500 goal or something like that. Wow, look at so that! Two times, two times in a row. So, uh, I am the the emoji with the where where the eyes and the mouth are all straight lines. <laughs> That's that's my reaction to a 125
0: puck drop. Gosh! Tomorrow. All right. Well, Lisa, I have a I have a few extra moments to do barn work tomorrow. Uh, that's that's good for me. Um, all right. Let's talk about a, a few quick things. First of all, uh, you were right. Rod Brendamore did refer to Derek Stepan as the best he'd ever seen at handling the role he has found himself in. Nobody thought he would be an extra forward at the start of this year, but Carolina's forward group has, for the most part. Stayed very healthy. Uh, there have been COVID issues, but he's for everybody's been healthy. And as soon as that happened, there were 13 NHL forwards. Frankly, I'd leave Derek Stepan in for a while. I think there are other players who can uh, who can use a night off. Um, so I'm glad that Stepan got in tonight. I hope he plays again tomorrow in Pittsburgh. There, I don't see any reason to change, even though Carolina was. Uh, only, they were great in the first period. I thought Carolina was still good beginning of the second, but it wasn't the same. And they were pretty good in the third period as well. But I also think that Philadelphia had sort of discouraged Carolina from the middle of the ice. So, so much of what Carolina was doing was were from the perimeter, from the wall, from, uh, from the blue line. That's really where most of it came from. And they sort of got the, a similar goal to they got against Colorado. Uh, late in the game when Ethan Baird just threw it off, went off a cadre stick. I mean, this was uh, Carolina stick and Martinook, but similar play, although I think they really earned this one. Uh, not that they didn't earn that one, but uh, really good work. Uh, it was a heavy shift from the Trocheck line, a good pinch by Ian Cole that allowed Trocek the room to get to the middle of the ice and flip that at the net. And uh, there were, I think there were two layers of net front there and Martinook got the tip. Uh, so good goal. Here's, here's the, uh, the Martin Uh He has three goals this year, right? He has a goal opening night against the Islanders. Then January 29th against the Devils after like 30 games or something without a goal. And then, um, and that and that game against the Devils was the, his first game back after like a second extended break. Although I think this one was more because he had COVID and couldn't travel to Canada, uh, and then uh, he scores today. So, like every you know two months, whether he wants to or not, Jordan Martinuk scores a goal.
2: Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that that's that's Jordan Martinuk. I mean, it is. Listen, Jord- Jordan Martinuk not he's not a sniper. I, I know people I know people love Jordan. I like Jordan. I yeah. think he's a fun guy. I like his role on the team. I think that he is good energy, just walking good energy. But I mean, as great players go, I mean, I don't think he's that. Oh, he's not. So, (laughs) so, and you know, that's fine. Like every team needs guys like him. So I'm not complaining, but sometimes I think we get out of, over our skis about certain players. Yes. But, uh, you know, I, I'm not surprised, I guess, is what ultimately I'm trying to say. Well, he's a character player, but, right?
0: He's a high character yeah, player. Yeah. He's one of, that's why yeah. you have him.
2: Yeah, exactly. Uh, but, you know, I think you're I think you're mostly right about the game. I mean, you know, I made the analogy of, you know, what do they say in football, everything between the 20s is just exercise. I mean, I felt like there was a lot of exercising going on tonight, especially in the third period. I, I didn't think, I thought the third period was fine, but I didn't think that there was, that much action for the first, like, 15 minutes of it. Right. I thought it was just kind of, eh, right, I'm, whatever. i with you. Both teams. So, you know, I just, and then then they get the goal, and, and suddenly it's, you know, the building's alive. But, um, you know, I thought tonight was a lot of that at times. I did like their first period. Again, didn't get the juice from the squeeze, much like the last game. But in the end, that's okay, because they end up winning the game. And if they keep continuing to get, opportunities like that, then I think they're gonna they're gonna be okay in the long run. So I'm not not too bent out of shape over not scoring in the first period. Had they lost the game, I, I probably would have gone back and said, you know, that was the portion where they didn't capitalize on. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, listen, I, I I I thought the game was was fine, ultimately. I didn't think it was great. I thought it was fine. I thought Freddie had a little bit of a of a rough game. I think that could have been the worst goal he's given up in the second oh. period to Broussard.
0: It <laughs> <That> was terrible
2: <laughs> this season. I mean, I don't I don't know. Maybe it is, maybe it not but certainly in recent memory, it feels yeah. like a goal he should not ever give up. But you know, sometimes those things happen, and it's not like he's made a habit of that.
0: Right? Well, I mean, the goal uh, wasn't the issue; it was allowing the the, the rebound, know, allowing the just putting the puck back out there, and like. Yeah. I think everybody was kind of stunned by. It. Jesper Foss couldn't believe it.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I thought he had a couple of those tonight. I didn't think Freddie was that sharp tonight. I didn't give him a star. No, I didn't um, either. But-
0: I didn't either. But he did make the, I mean, I'm going to give him full marks. I think he made three good saves. Uh, he had the save on Kevin Hayes uh, off yeah. the giveaway. Um, then he had a, a pretty good save in tight on Travis Konechny. Uh, and then after the on the power play after the puck got through him and hit the post the 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 sprawling save when he kind of whipped around and stopped cam Atkinson on the back door that was a great save uh but other than that he did he, he fought the puck a little bit there were some yeah. rebounds he was able uh to kind of uh get away with but he didn't get away with the one to Broussard. uh so what do you think I of the yes I Perry I, okay, okay go ahead
2: I actually, I think the, uh, the goal-setting conversation is kind of interesting. and it's, it's, not, it's not that I think they had a wrong decision to make. And maybe it made sense, given the fact that we now know Freddie was looking at some concussion symptoms, which uh-huh. is why he was out the last right. few games, that you go with Freddie today against an inferior, technically, or on uh, paper anyway, Flyers team. Right. Even though Auntie Ronta has been hot, he comes off a shutout, he had a day of rest. But you're going Auntie against the Pittsburgh Penguins, presumably tomorrow afternoon. Yeah. Which, you know, I could have seen them, hey, we'll give Freddie an extra day of rest. Auntie's hot, he's coming off a shutout, playing the Flyers. Instead, they go the other direction, which is fine. Again, I'm not complaining about it, but. Uh, I just find it to be kind of interesting.
0: Well, once they sent Lion back, it was obvious that Freddie was going to play. Because Freddie was... If 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 Freddie wasn't going to start, then you would have just kept Lion up here and let Freddie just kind of chill in the press box. Um, but, I mean, Rod Rod told us Thursday that Freddie's going to play in the weekend. Um, and yeah, he was basic, basically ready. Ronta's been great. And honestly... In a in a kind of a sneaky way. Ronta's played both the games against Pittsburgh so far. Yeah. Um yeah. They, they started this homestand, right, against uh against the Penguins. They they swept the home stand all uh, all four home sellouts. Um, but so Ronta's played both games against Pittsburgh. He's played very well in both games. So um you know, good for uh good for them. And, no, I
2: was I just was half expecting of Freddie, like, yeah, we thought he was gonna be ready, but he's not ready. Right. I was, I was like bracing for that over the weekend because <laughs> it kind of felt like I was getting those vibes from the whole situation. Like he's out randomly, but 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 we know he's gonna be okay over the weekend. Right. I mean, I just, I don't know. I was, I was waiting for the, yeah. Well, it didn't work out like I thought it was going to work out.
0: All right, before we get to three stars and uh, and you can leave. I'm,
2: I'm in my neighborhood. Let's hurry up. All
0: right. Uh, what do you think of the Yes, Perry, Kotkan eight-year? Uh, I believe it's eight times 4.8, if Dave Panyoda's information is correct, from the fourth period. Thoughts on that?
2: Eight Eight years, what is it?
0: 4.8 million per.
2: That's been offered?
0: I believe it's been accepted and agreed to. They can't announce oh. it officially until after the trade As deadline. Went. I think it was agreed to either today or yesterday. Oh, okay. This is information from the fourth period, Dave Panyota.
2: Okay. Interesting. Um, I'm good with it. I'm good with it. I think 4.8 is it's a pretty good number to get him at.
0: I mean, if nicely. he's, he's going to end up being your second center.
2: Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm fine with it I was I was in, I was here for the the notion that you could use KK as a trade piece but I mean, that's a pretty good number for a long period of time so I'm, I'm good with it
0: uh, yeah that is it, certainly economically speaking it's a uh, it's a very good deal again I, I, I keep saying this I think his ceiling is what Vincent Trochek is right now and I hope he can reach that because that at 4.8 million per. Especially if we go forward, say four years into the deal when he's twenty <laughs> um, and that's maybe the best part about it. if you get if you have a sixty point guy, a fifty five to sixty point guy making four point eight, uh that's pretty good. And you know he he didn't get a ton of op- didn't get a ton of ice time uh, today. that fourth line was very good without getting a ton of ice time. All right, give me your three stars.
2: All right, so I had Stefan as my third star actually, right. And I had Trochek as my second, and I had Martinuk first.
0: Very nice. Um, I had Andre Svechnikov as my third star. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought,
2: considered him. I uh,
0: I thought he played. I mean, got to hit the net in the breakaway, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Although the second yeah, one, he, it did go off the uh, the shaft yeah. of Jones' stick, but the first one wasn't even close. No, it was. I saw your tweet. Just a bit outside.
2: Uh, yeah. Gosh. Yeah. Yeah, Andre. Yeah. Kicked a field goal
0: with it. <laughs> um, I had Martin Nook as my second star, and I had Stepan as my first.
2: All right. I'm good
0: with that. I had Stepan as my first uh, my first star. All right, uh, you're free to go.
2: All right, perfect. I just pulled in. See? I told you. Great timing. Oh, there's trip at the door.
0: Look at that. By the way, the hurricane's now one, two, and one on national television. I love it. Yeah, and some it. one of our uh, friends on Twitter said that they were watching the game through Hulu Live. So technically, the Hurricanes have now broken through on Hulu, and they have four games in the next several weeks on Hulu. Perfect. They're going to be a Hulu staple soon. So uh, we've we've broken through. The curse is broken.
2: Excellent. I'm glad they were able to do that. All right. So. Wins abound.
0: <laughs> we didn't even need the head of a live rooster. Uh, all right, Alec Campbell. <laughs> thank you so much. All right. Later, man. All right. Kane's Corner podcast. Wherever you get your podcast, follow it. It shows up automatically. You don't have to do a thing. You don't have to lift a finger. It'll just show up. And boom, there it is. Maybe it'll even uh, send you an alert. Look, Kane's Corner podcast. Kane's just won another game. They are 41 12 and 5 on the season and uh, it's time for you to listen to Adam and Alec talk about it. Uh, Also, we're brought to you by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. Uh, Whether it's uh, roofing or siding or windows or entry doors or gutter helmets, they've got it all. So you go online for a free no-obligation estimate, uh, and uh, they're on Hamlin Road in Durham. Sammy Hanna's crew do a great job. Uh, So go check them out. Uh, All right, we'll talk to you tomorrow after the Canes and the Penguins. Wrapping up the season series, Carolina goes 3 Oh, uh, 3-1-0 against Philadelphia this year in the four-game season series. The third and final match with the Penguins tomorrow. Carolina's 2-0 against the Pens. Talk to you later. This has been the Canes Corner Podcast with Adam Gold, presented by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. You can listen to this podcast at Wralsportsband.com or wherever you get your podcasts.